It's my pleasure to welcome to this week's show filmmaker Ethan Warren. Hi, how are you? I'm doing all right. How are you? Excellent. You're calling in from Boston? That's right. Yep, just outside Boston where I live with my wife and young daughter. I actually uh, lived in Boston for many years and went to BU. Oh, very cool. Yeah, I I grew up here, born and raised in uh, Milton, Massachusetts, and then uh, moved down here to Norwell. Okay. So what inspired you to filmmaking, living in that area? What, What led you to this? Uh, you know, I mean, it's just sort of a, a lifelong love of this art form. Uh, you know, I, I think it is the art form that um, sort of combines all of the others. Uh, you know, you've got writing and you've got the visuals and you've got the sound and, and the acting. And it, it all sort of combines to this effect that I think really heightens all the different uh, elements. And, and I really feel like this is the art form that, at least for me, has always connected the most emotionally and I, I think really generates empathy and, and helps us get outside ourselves and oh, yes. see the world in a, in a different way. And I always wanted to be a part of that. And, and I was, you know, playing around with video cameras from a really young age. And when digital uh, editing started being possible on laptops, I was uh-huh. doing that right away. Uh, and it, it all cool. just sort of led, led to this. So this film, West of Her, how did this all come about? Uh, was this a... You know, an idea you had in your head for a while? I mean, how did this, how did this all start? Well, the idea of, of filmmaking was always something I wanted to pursue, but it always felt a little daunting to be putting together a huge production with, you know, you, you think of filmmaking as this giant Cecil B. DeMille kind of effort. Nice. And uh, then I had this idea, this story, uh, that was really just a, sort of about two people getting in a car and, and driving around having an adventure, just the two of them. And I, I realized that you could really make it on the scale of a student film with just a really small crew and a really small equipment package. And that made it feel uh, really sort of doable. Right. And, and so I started getting in touch with some people who had a little more experience in the world of film as producing partners. And I said, I, I think we could really just do this ourselves completely independently. And that is what we decided to do. That's perfect. Now, it was filmed uh, in 10 states in three weeks. Is that right? That's correct. Yeah, about uh, 3,500 miles or so we drove. Wow. That's a lot of driving. It definitely was. And how did this story come about? Because talk about the characters a little bit. I know you don't want to give away too much. Sure. Well, uh, so the story uh, is is about uh, these two characters traveling around the country, participating in something that uh, could be a guerrilla art project or might be something more uh, mm-hmm. based on, on um, one of the character's belief. And the protagonist, Dan, is, is somebody who is experiencing a lot of loneliness and disconnect from the world, and that's what inspires him to sign up for this. And that really mirrors a lot of what I was experiencing at that time uh, in, in my mid-20s living in an apartment. You know, we live in this sort of digital age where you can be so remote from everything you're doing. Uh, you know, I could be working from home and in a long-distance relationship with my girlfriend oh, and yeah. my wife, uh, talking on the phone and seeing her every two weeks. My roommate worked a lot. And I really felt like I was was sort of drifting through space and drifting through life. And I, I was also longing to connect with something. And mm-hmm. I poured a lot of that energy into the script and, and creating this character and creating then this opposite character uh, by the name of Jane, who uh, kind of pushes against the protagonist, Dan, and challenges him, and, and then his belief challenges her. And, and uh, I really wanted to create these very opposing uh, forces that, that could kind of lead each of them to 
a different, better place by the end. And, you know, by the process of writing and making this movie, I, I led myself to a, a much more fulfilled, better place. That was my next question, but, because yeah. the theme of my show, Get the Funk Out, sometimes we find ourselves in these projects that help us kind of work through stuff. And uh, can you want to talk about that a little? Yeah, well, I, as I said, uh, thought filmmaking was, was really too daunting uh, mm-hmm. to do, which is, you know, I, I am not necessarily sort of a type A personality, somebody who is um, usually, like, you know, pushing myself to get out of my comfort right. zone a lot of the time. <laughs> and so that's kind of why I lean more towards writing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I, I, am, I have my master's as a prose writer, and, and I do a lot of that, but through working on this project, I realized how much I really value collaboration yes. um, and, and how lonely it can be to just do that, that kind of solitary life if you're never getting out there and, and working on a bigger project and doing the sort of let's put on a show together kind of spirit. And that's what, what I really realized through making this was the joy came when I was partnering with people and then, you know, other people just opened up my perspectives and, and yes raised my game and, and raised the game of the project. And I realized how much better the work is when you are, are bringing in all these different perspectives and skills. And by the way, it's really good you aren't type A because you might not have been open to the, you know, feedback and the uh, ideas of these people around you day to day. Yeah, that's true. I don't I didn't really think about that. That's that's a good point. You know, how did you cast this? Uh, well, we cast through Backstage.com. Oh, yeah. And uh, we found uh, Ryan uh, Caraway, who uh, plays Dan, was located in, in New York at that time, and Kelsey Seepser was located in L.A., and those mm-hmm. were the two cities that we cast the net in uh, because it, it seemed easiest. Uh, you know, we were doing a lot of it remotely, taking uh, submissions through online, and then I, I traveled to New York and L.A. to meet people. Okay. And uh, that was really interesting because it, it prevented them from meeting each other before. You know, you, oh, you typically, yes. I think, I, ideally like to grab a coffee or something with your co-star, especially when you're going to be as intimate as, as these two end up needing to be. Right. Uh, but, but because of that distance, they, they weren't able to meet before we got to Chicago and started. So the, the relationship that they had in real life is, is very much mirrored by the relationships <laughs> that the characters have as they also meet on day one outside Chicago and, and get off on this adventure together. It's funny. I was going to ask about the chemistry between them because they seem they had great chemistry, but, you know, sometimes you can tell on screen, you know, that it doesn't quite work. But this really, you know, was so believable. Yeah, we really captured something pretty exceptional with them. Uh, and And... Part of that is due to the way we shot, which was um, in sequence. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we, we got in the car, and, and the trajectory of the actual trip is really the trajectory on screen. And uh, we had these several vehicles that we were traveling with, uh, an RV and my car, and then the rental car that, that is the car in the film. And every day, Ryan and Kelsey would get in that car together and drive the six hours between, yes. uh, you know, wherever we were shooting. And, and so that really kept the chemistry growing in, in sort of a natural way because they were getting to know each other at exactly the rate of the, the characters and developing their little inside jokes and familiarity with each other. That's perfect. I mean, how could they not bond? They had 10 states, three weeks, and all that time in a car. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, so tell me, where is this showing? 
so we did a, a festival tour for a year, which uh, will probably end up being the only chance to see it on the big screen because now we are uh, doing it in all digital release. So it is uh, on iTunes, Amazon, Vimeo, and all the usual streaming services and some that I had never heard of before uh, as we're being put out by Gravitas Ventures who have relationships with all these different companies. And it's also uh, for now on cable on demand. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, your, your Comcast or, or whatever uh, is, is your in-home cable box experience. It's it's great. I want to mention the website, westofherfilm.com. You've got stills up there. You've got uh, the trailer, lots of great info about the cast and crew. Uh, anything you'd like the listeners to know to take away from this film? Uh, well, I think something that, that people have uh, mentioned to me before that's been really meaningful is that um, they also connected the idea in the film of wanting to engage more fully with the world and, and with uh, wanting to get outside of yourself and, and bring sort of some more adventure and, and a search for meaning into your life. And so ideally, that's what would be amazing if people were able to keep experiencing through this. Yes. And, and just from the uh, fact that I really started from uh, having very little, little training and, and experience as a director, but I put this together and, and it was, uh, you know, always seemed really scary and daunting. And uh, my producing partner, Cameron, uh, told me, nobody's ever going to give you permission to make a movie. And, and that was something that was mm-hmm. really important to me to remember. And, and as daunting as the whole thing seems, uh, you know, you could break it down into just a series of small, achievable goals. And, you know, today's the day we're going to map out this schedule. Today's the day we're going to figure out the budget and figure out exactly how much gas costs driving across the country, hotel rooms, how right. many bags of chips we're going to go through eating lunch on the side of the road. And if, if you break it up into just those little tiny steps, you can probably pull it off, even if <laughs> the idea of putting a movie up on screen sounds so impossible. You know what, though? And it's so uh, interesting to hear about what you went through because you're really self-taught and you didn't wait for someone else to hire you. You made this happen. This was your project. You're passionate. And you you just kept at it, even when it was rocky. That's that's right. Uh, well, once you once you've started making the hotel reservations and, <laughs> and the car rentals and stuff, you can't really jump ship. This, no, this you thing, can't. The ball is rolling whether you're on your feet or not. Any last advice you give people that are in a similar position? They, they've got a project, but, boy, you know, they're just kind of overwhelmed and nervous about what lies ahead? Uh, well, as we touched on earlier, uh, find collaborators, find people who know more than you do about uh, their, their roles and their skills, and, and then trust them. Uh, there's, there's a quote that I don't remember quite where I heard it, but, you know, it's, it's just one of those sort of old saws, I think, uh, that if you're, <laughs> if you're dumb, surround yourself with smart people, and if you're smart, surround yourself with other smart people who disagree with you. Oh, I like it. <laughs> and yeah, and and I think that's that's what you got to do is just always know when you have the opportunity to learn from people and and have the humility to not uh, always believe that just by virtue of you having an idea that doesn't always mean it's it's the right one. There were days when I uh, put together shooting schedules where we were I I, I would bite off insane, uh, you know, impossible number of pages mm-hmm. to shoot in one day. And, and my producing partner, director of photography, Cameron Bryson, would 
have to say to me, I, I think you might want to reconsider this. This sounds right. 100% impossible, and I had to have the humility to say, yeah, you're probably right about that. Good thing. You would have made the uh, cast and crew crazy. <laughs> yeah, and, and uh, you know, I, I was already risking that every day. Just by right. this, this was a, it was a crazy adventure, and, and I'm really lucky that people were willing to go on it because I think we, we put together something pretty special. I think it's fantastic. Where can people find out more about you? Uh, well, uh, you mentioned westerferfilm.com, mm-hmm. uh, and then my personal site is ethanrawarren.com. Okay. Uh, and on there, uh, you can find out I also do a lot of playwriting, uh, and I am a, a staff writer for the film journal Bright Wall, Dark Room, where you can uh, find some of my perspectives on other people's movies, not just my own. Perfect. Ethan, I want to thank you so much for calling into the show. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. All right, my pleasure. Take care.